Hey there, folks. Episode 132 of the Uticast with Maria Valace. It's 2018. It's a whole new year, and yet somehow I don't feel any different. It's wild. Uh, This week we're going to talk about the year that was 2017 and some of our thoughts for the year that will be in 2018. Uh, We're going to talk about Bitcoin like we've been doing for the last few weeks. We're going to talk about uh, what's been going on for the holidays. And we're going to talk about our grievances from the year past and the year forward. Plus a very special message to Claudia Tinney, as always. All that and more, folks. Episode 132 of the Uticast. Uh, Just like last year, we are very happy to have you here. Here. We haven't. I don't know. I don't remember the last time we had all three of us in here. It wasn't last week, or the week before. It wasn't the week before. Or three the week weeks before ago. that, because I was almost. That's right. You were sick. I was and sick, and then you were sick, and Kevin everyone got here. sick. So. The end of 2017 was just a big like virus. Sick, yeah, it was a big disgusting <laughs> virus. Everybody's so sick. It's terrible. Welcome, folks. Episode 132. It's 2018. The start of a brand new year. Same as the old one, if you ask me. It seems pretty much the same today and so far. But it's early. Heather, uh, you're back. I'm happy to see you. Here is your oh. Christmas, New Year's gift. A little bad radio to start the show as you... as you, you want me to open it? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, God. Uh, and I... <laughs> you open yours. Well, I'll tell that story in a second. Okay. It's, can you tell that it's a boat? I got you a boat. It's and a buy beautiful. a boat. Oh, it's a nice bottle of wine. Yes, because I know that sometimes you get stressed out. Maybe you Thank need some you. wine. Sometimes, like all the time. Thank <laughs> you. I'll drink this tonight. <laughs> now, uh, I'm sure Kevin has a gift for you as well, but I'm not going to tell him to give it to you because you brought gifts to the house to give us. <laughs> and lo and behold, instead of bringing Kevin's gift, you brought Justin's gift. And Everybody Kev- else who lives in the house besides me has got a I gift. So and so s- your instinct is correct, Heather. You get nothing. <laughs> I bought you a birthday present. I know. So you know the Christmas gift is there. It was really nice. I wouldn't forget you ever. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> uh-huh. And of course, as you know, Kevin is here again, 2018. Yes. Returning for another year of podcasting magic. Uh, I'm action. here this week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here this week. You guys are looking a little rough today. I don't know um, what that's supposed to mean. I'm just kind of hanging out, a little tired. I definitely, uh, I definitely. Oh, those flared jeans, don't tell me Stop, all that. They're, no. they're just regular. These are nice ones. My niece was going off this week about flared jeans and how much she wants bell bottoms and no, flared jeans. Don't no, bring she's them ready. Back. Does she? Are yes. they coming back? Yeah. These are oh. not flared. These are just regular boot cut jeans. A boot cut? Boot cut. I see. I had some boot <laughs> I was thinking about that last week. Like I go when I'm buying new clothes, and now is the time of year because I have a little tiny bit of like extra spending money to spend. Everything's around. on sale. Everything's on wow. sale. Uh, I, I buy things in spurts. I'll buy like, six pairs of jeans at once, yep. and then ten shirts at once, and then eighteen pairs of socks at once. I need to like buy outfits, right? That's the move. You buy a whole outfit: new pair of pants, new shirt, new outfit, all at once, right? Isn't that the move? Yeah. That's what I would. No, I think you buy pieces that you can mix into many outfits. That's, That's what I do. I like buy like three long sleeve shirts that are different colors. Get yourself then, two like, pairs two of pants, jeans. three shirts, two sweaters. And then but it's not that easy for girls, though. We can't do. That's can't true. Do that. I, I've heard that over the years from from many of the women I I've known to. and been friends with. But like men have it easier when it comes to like changing up the outfit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got this dress shirt, but I'll wear it with this pair of pants. What do you know? It's a different outfit now. Yep. Oh, and I'll throw a cardigan over the top of it or whatever. You can do a lot of stuff, a lot of options. Right. I Why do can't s- girls do that? I don't know. It feels like we have to, we are held at a different standard when we're wearing clothing. You might hold yourself you know to a different I, standard. Like well, you just picked on my pants. That's the point. I was because you told us we looked terrible today, and you brought everybody else a present. But Sam, I think you made the point. Like it's like, oh, it's different for girls. Oh, we're held to this standard. You girls hold yourselves to that standard. I've never ever heard a man in my entire life be like, oh, I've I've already seen her wear that dress or that shirt. <laughs> Guys don't care. It's just girls being mean to each other. That's all I, this is. I do think that men are held to a lower standard. Like I think that the general consensus is that any man who can put on a pair of 
uh, shirt, like a pair of pants and buttoned up a shirt. They're like, well, oh. he, he buttoned up a shirt. I've yeah. had people bold over and call me a style icon because I can, like, put some clothing on. I'm yeah. like, oh, we're not doing anything here. Yeah. Like, this is... So I think that's a fair point, too, is I think there is a good part of, like, the people have no expectations of, like, for any man to have any interest no. in fashion at all. No, I mean, to be fair, look around. Like, not wrong. You see a lot of folks not trying as hard as they could, but also it doesn't take that much effort. <laughs> I'm not even saying you gotta Thank try you. hard, but like, <laughs> like six months ago. I mean, here I think a big challenge for guys is like it's important, especially as you get into your thirties. Like if you look around, and you're wearing the same thing you wore when you were like seventeen. To some degree, you gotta kind of take a look at it. You I like, know what I mean? I like, like how you threw to some degree in there. Well, because there's certain you wear things. some of your stuff, and there's not all also of it. certain things like you're always gonna be wearing jeans and like you know sweatshirts and stuff. Yeah. You're always gonna have that stuff, but like at least take a relook at it. You know? I don't mm-hmm. know. You're right. Uh, well, I have to say, Kevin's fashion tips. Kevin, yeah, that's a good Ooh. section. Yeah, we have Kevin's fashion. Kevin's Ooh. fashion tips in 2018. Oh, I like right, it. Fine. Layers. That's my only fashion tip. I layers. Like six layers. Tons right of layers. It's so cold out. It is. My family busts my chops that all the time. Like, you have like seven shirts on. I'm like, you don't understand the nuance of these layers. You want to see the different layers of stuff underneath. I'd like no, to know because my husband wears like four shirts, and I don't understand why. I'll give you a couple reasons for, if you really want to get into it. I Not don't really. like where... Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's true. All right, fine. No, no. Why do you want Heather's to world. We're just living <laughs> it. No. Why do you want to wear so many layers? I'll, I'll put it like this, right? Like, my mom used to make fun of me. She's like, why do you wear, like, a tank top underneath your t-shirt, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, I don't like to wear just a t-shirt on... I don't know if that's weird. I don't like to... No. I, wearing just, yeah. I don't want to wear just a t-shirt yeah. on skin. Also, I think this is an old person's mentality... You're supposed to wear a shirt, like a dress, if you're wearing a dress shirt, shirt and a tie, what are you wearing underneath that? Tank top? T-shirt. T-shirt. T-shirt, right? Yeah. I was told you're not supposed to, like, put a t-shirt, you're supposed to wear, like, a tank top or something underneath, like, a dress style shirt. you're not supposed to wear, like, a... Like a tank, I mean, you're not supposed to wear a t-shirt like some, like, graphic tee. <laughs> like a graphic tee, right. Like, you know like, I mean? button up and then, like... It's a matter, I mean, I suppose that probably just comes down to a matter of what you're comfortable with. Mm. You know what I mean? Nobody's really dressing that formally anymore. And if your shirt's thin enough that you can see what kind of undershirt you're wearing, buy a new shirt. <laughs> it's time for a new point. shirt. Many, many beautiful fabrics out there at reasonable prices. <laughs> um, so, guys, the holiday season is now officially yeah. over for all, all us folks uh, back to reality. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of, I gotta say that, I, I said this to somebody last night at the, at GFOP, Kate Riley's uh, birthday slash New Year's Eve party. Happy birthday, Kate. Extravaganza Jamboree. Yeah, it was a great time. Great time. Uh, I was saying to a lot of people, like, somebody said to me, like, New Year's Eve, aren't you excited? And I sort of casually said, like, New Year's Eve is the worst holiday. And I didn't mean for it to come off, like, sad or mm-hmm. emo. I was like, it's, I think, like, logistically, it's the worst holiday. Like, you just had all these Christmas events, all this other stuff events. It's hard to, like, get excited a third time or second time. New Year's and I... Eve is only as good as what your plans are. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. If you've got something fun to do, like, I had a great time with Katie's last night. Mm-hmm. I could have had that same party at Katie's any Saturday of the year and had the same good time. Mm-hmm. True. But if, that, if that's the day that people are choosing to get together and, like, having a moment to stop and mark the time and spend some time with their friends, that's mm-hmm. cool. But, like, I don't look at it as a holiday the same way that, like... Christmas is a holiday. That's you a great know what point. I mean? There's not like but a all lot, the requirements. A lot of people do though. They get like yes. dressed up for it. They decorate. It's just like... so. No, some people really do. And like we're, t- I talked about it with Maria earlier when she was here doing this interview. You know, I'm not the kind of person who wants to go to like the casino for New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. And I'm not here to begrudge anybody who went out to what seemingly was a wild party at the casino. Right? Like mm-hmm. seems cool. That's just not where my head is mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve, right? I'm ready to just, like, well, I got to go to work tomorrow. So, or, you know, the next day, I was like, all right, well, I got to get ready for life again, right? It's just like a sign that vacation's ending, I think. So. <laughs> uh, can I make a point about that really quickly? Yeah. My family is still in town, which is why I'm going to dinner immediately after this. They've been in since... Which is funny, because I thought yesterday was your goodbye dinner. How many goodbye dinners do you have? That's kind every of night. Yeah, yeah. Sam's family dinner. will do a goodbye dinner every night until... Until they no, go. last night was basically they were doing New Year's Eve at their house, but I wasn't going. No. But really, you want to know really the a hundred thousand million percent reason we went to dinner last night? My niece Evelyn, shout out to Evelyn, she's great, love her. She's going back to Chicago today, tomorrow, whenever. She has been hassling my brother-in-law and sister to bring her to Zeb's so she could get Zeb's original wings. Like that's something she was really, really gassed up for. Like, for weeks, since she was coming down, she really loves the Zeb's Original Wings, makes a whole thing about it, right? I wonder where she gets that from. 
Uh, certainly from you. my side of the family, you, for you, sure. You, singularly, you as a person. I love Zeb's, by the way. Like, it's, uh, my sister used to waitress there when, we were young, when she was mm-hmm. younger, so I have, like, weird, like, going to Zeb's and seeing my sister and playing the Friday the 13th pinball machine they used to have in there. Shout out to anyone who remembers that. <laughs> uh, no, tonight is, like, my mom's actually making dinner. Oh, there you go. Um, but I'm still tapping out early. Tonight's going to be an early one. Uh, I think that also what's going on, and my mom would never admit it, because she's just so happy to have everybody together and all the family all here all the time we've definitely all been around each other all too much now oh my god like we are very much like okay i'm done and i also want to make one quick family mention as well as my stepdad shout out to my stepdad mike um he's a good dude but i had to give him a speech this week um he's been watching nothing but politics (sighs) just cnn msnbc all the liberal heavy hitter like websites right and he has gotten to a point right now where I don't think he can pull himself out of the politics hole. And I've been sort of begging him to do anything, like read a book, you watch TV. Sometimes you have to just shut down a little bit. That's why there's very little... We're not really going to talk about Good. politics much this week because I really Good. I stayed away from pretty much all politics for this whole like holiday thing. Well, it's taken over. It's become an insidious thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. We were never a politics show. Now we are, like, first segment of the day is yes. politics yeah. every week. You know what I mean? And it's... Yep. Maybe that'll be a resolution in 2018. It, politics. And it's like I say it all the time. It becomes tough because it seems like in 2017 it was the year of everything sort of being made political sometimes like every story had some sort of political skew to it where you got your story is a lot more skewed now but uh, a lot of things happen though just so many different things women's rights uh, sexual harassment racism it, like all it, yeah. like all came out at once in 2017 so. well look, that's a great question let me ask you this over your holiday events that you went to this year and any of you mm-hmm. anything you did and Kev same question I guess for you what were the things that you seem like you feel like got talked about a lot during these events? I feel like last night I was at the New Year's Eve party, for example, and at least I had, and maybe it was just a group of people I was around. A lot of Bitcoin discussions this time of year, it seems, with my family. So a lot of people were yeah, talking we about that. Yeah, we talked about Bitcoin. Yeah, it seemed to be something that's coming around a lot in conversation yesterday. People were very excited for Mariah Carey during New Year's Eve last night. That seemed like something people were very excited were for. I, I, I passed that. Well, apparently, yeah, I, apparently last year was a train wreck, so she came back for a like, Yeah, that seems to be the story. To redeem herself. And so. then, Heather, I'm going to blame you on this one. In the oh, middle, I'm right, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah really? I'm, gonna blame, I'm blaming yeah. you for this. Really? At 11, really? At 11.47, Kev, you were there to see it happen. At 11.47 last night, half the party freaked out and ran into a separate room from everybody else in the party so they could play HQ trivia on their phones <laughs> instead of engage with people at the party. Our new overlords in 2018, HQ trivia, really, it's the first time I've ever seen it. Like, you got me on the, the trivia thing. You told me to sign up for the app. Yeah. I did sign up for it. It's interesting enough. I haven't really been keeping up with it, but I, last night I, I'd never seen it. Like I was like, "Yo, people were going hammer." Well, it's kind like, of people an, would just stop, like, "Oh my god, it's back, it's on." It's like it was weird, man. But it's, it's really kind of like weird. we. I was playing a lot in the beginning. I don't as much anymore, but we could be at the bar with our friends. Then everybody and it'd be nine o'clock, and everyone's like, "Oh wait, it's nine o'clock. We have to get our." And I'm like, "We really have to do this." And everybody right kept now? trying to explain to me, and what it sounds like is like a thousand <laughs> people splitting a thousand dollars, and it's like, "Oh, sweetie, you win a dollar." Well, last okay. week someone like won six thousand, so that was nice. Well, so the point is this: they give you a purse, right? So last. Last night, if I'm getting... Apparently, here's what I got from last night. It didn't work last night correctly. Like, mm-hmm. the thing wasn't popping up and people were getting annoyed. So let's say the price is $18,000, right? That's what they say. That's the pot. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anyone who answers all 11 trivia questions correctly gets a share okay. of whatever the pot the pot is. However, pot changes pretty daily. Like, last night was a particularly big pot. Mm-hmm. Right, because it was New Year's. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's like 1000 bucks. right? Where's the money in this pot coming from? I assume ad revenue. I think people they eventually want to put advertising on it. Yeah, so these people are sponsor people are sponsoring it and giving them money. Uh-huh. And I can't imagine it'll be a place where they can run like ads through it. I can't imagine that they are paying out that much money. Well they gotta be getting it. The much. questions are hard. I've yeah. never gotten past more than like five or six no. questions, I think, is about the, the minimum that I, or the maximum I've gotten correct. So yeah, that was a weird thing that I saw last night at the party. Uh, my uh, fault. I didn't ask those people to blame. I blamed you just because you brought it into my life, and it now life. it is it is spiraled out of control. It has. Uh, well, Maria's coming up in just a couple minutes, so I guess I'll ask you guys before Maria comes on. A couple quick New Year's things before we before we move to there. So let's start here. 2017, the year is over. Heather, Kevin, I'd like you to give me a grade for your personal 2017. 
and just 2017 as a whole. How was your 2017, Heather? Personally, out of 100, out of like 100. ABC or <laughs> let's go with uh, let's go with an ABC style, make it easier for I'm you. I'm gonna go with a C. A C. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For you personally? For me personally, I wasn't there for myself enough. I didn't get out more enough. I didn't do more for me, and I was completely about my husband and the baby, and I lost part of me. So I want to redeem hmm. that in my new year. Interesting. I was going to say, you've become like a, a nursemaid now lately. No, it's horrible. And I, yeah, it's been, but I'm ready to like take some time out for myself. And, and give me your grade for just the year in general and compared to other years you've had. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go. It's just the best part. One of the best parts for you guys, and I'm not saying Thank it because, you. but it's I enjoy, sweet. like, it was my one day awake where I'm like, okay, I'm not at the house. So this year, I'd probably, be, I'd probably give it a C. Hey, all right. I you know, closed my store down. I had to, like, renew myself. So mm. I'm ready to, like, mm. start over. Kev, what about you? How is your 2018, 2017? Me personally, a B plus. I give the year as a whole a C minus. C minus, yeah. 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 I feel like this was a tough year for your boy. A uh, lot going on this year in 2017. A lot of action. A uh, lot of... A lot of, like, holding pattern stuff this year that I got done. My grades are up. That's good. School is uh, going well. I, uh, I, am, I have an unsettled feeling, but I think that's just how everyone feels going forward right now sometimes. I just feel unsettled about what the future holds. Not for me so much as the world. The world. So for me, I'll say that it was a, again, I hate to say C. It sounds kind of negative, but, you know, it felt like a little more of the same this on 2017. I think a lot of people felt the way you're feeling, the yeah. way you're feeling yeah. this year. Well, a lot of people feel, I think a lot of people also understand when they're conscious or subconsciously that you're looking at, like, storm clouds gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like waiting. I'm not, and I don't mean to be too negative. I'm a pretty positive person. Yeah. Um, 2018 is going to be a bad year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be it's a, a really question. bad year a great, for yep. a lot of people, yeah. and um, a lot of bad things are going to happen. Yeah. That was the general consensus of the party last night when I was talking to people. I was like, 2018, what do you think? But it was a weird sense of that. It was like, yes, 2018 is going to be bad, but maybe it will be bad in a way that, like, change happens, right? Like, maybe it's like it darkest before the dawn type thing, right? That seemed to be some of the... Some people were feeling that last night. Like, of course it's going to get worse from where it is right now. Maybe it has to before it gets better. That was some optimism I was hoping for for 2018, yeah, well, maybe? It could if, um, you know... Politically, if, if we can get more Democrats in, off, in office, <laughs> things change. We can see a little bit more happier changes happening. But I hope that some of the positive momentum from... Well, I guess it really wasn't positive momentum, really, when you think about it. Like, all the positive momentum kind of got shot down by the taxes. Again, we said we weren't going to talk about politics. I know, but these are all <laughs> things that led to a C. You know, yeah, All yeah, this stuff true. happened and led to a C, so we're hoping that people will come forward and move those. If 2017 was the year of anything, I think it was the year of having a hard time separating my personal, like, life and day-to-day life from the things I see around me, yeah. like, in the world. And it was harder this year than it has been before, and that's something I'm going to work on this year. Right. You can uh, do it. Yeah. Well, my next question was, do you think 2018 is going to be better? So, Kev, you already answered that question for me. I, I mean, better and worse. Like, yeah. I, you know, I expect that we'll probably, there will be a war. You think we're going to go to war this year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's going to be bad, too. Like, bad war. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not like one of those wars. It's like, ah, we're at war. Uh, who knows? Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's, something... It's looking like they're beating the drums for Iran pretty hard right now. Well, I saw I saw Trump this morning. Yeah, I know we were going to talk politics. The what? first tweet this morning was about calling out Pakistan for... Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that this morning. Yeah, already starting early yeah. from 2018, getting people angry on Twitter and freaking out early in the morning. Right. And that's hard. It's very unsettling. So when you wake up in the morning, that's the first thing you see uh, the President of the United States saying the things he says, and then it makes you unsettled. This was an interesting one. Like, this was, I don't know. I guess you're right. Like, I didn't really give it much thought. It does feel like there's been a lot of talk going around, whether it's North Korea, whether it's Iran, whether it's Pakistan. There's a lot of posturing going on, it feels like. It feels like they almost want a war to happen. They do. Yeah, absolutely. He wants a war on his It's not just me. It's, It's all of them. Yeah. It's 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 the fucking Democrats too. Mm. I mean, they these people salivate no. for war well, because they make a lot of money when we yeah. go to war. It's true, you know. And not to, you know not to say like both sides are equally the same and as bad because I don't fully believe in that notion anymore in today's day and age. But like all these maniacs, they don't care. Yeah. War's not going to affect them, right? You know I mean? There's That's not a, a single point. person will elect a national office that this war is going to have any tangible effect on if we go to any kind of war. That's a great point as well. But the uh, only thing we can do is be positive to other people and try to help with the positive changes and right. vote and 
a lot of big elections coming I mean, up this year. A lot of bad things, but we can at least be positive and help with the changes. That the are only good. thing you can do is affect change at your local level and put into your community and take care of that. And like now's the time. Like if everybody wants to talk about you know, 2018 midterm elections, now is the time to oh, get yeah. started. Yeah, yes, because this could be big. This could be a big year. Like and get started doesn't mean tweet about it. Get started means like call your county party headquarters and find out what you can do and mm. knock doors and make phone calls if you want to get involved. Right. I'll say, yeah. Matter of fact, with that, uh, with that in mind, that's a good point. I actually did speak to our GFOP uh, Assemblymember Dissy earlier this week. Sent him Merry Christmas messages. He will uh, presumably be back on soon to come talk about some politics. We're gonna hear a lot from him this this year. Hopefully, oh. that's my my big hope this year. Uh, let's take a break from that though. Let's get to this week's interview. Uh, she's back on the show. I, I never went back this morning to check what episode she was on. Maria Maria Blaise was on many, many episodes ago. It's been a long time. She's a, she's no, she's great people, isn't she? Yeah, absolutely. My whole son's art room is all her artwork. That's It's funny. <laughs> I, I was telling her that when she came in. I was like, it's got to be weird to walk into other people's houses around here and just see stuff you made <laughs> just hanging around. It's got to be strange, right? Uh, but no, she's always great to talk to. I give her a lot of credit for coming out on this freezing, cold, two-degree morning when she was not feeling as, uh, as well as as normal but uh, she was great and charming as she always is so let's go to our interview with Maria Retro Sorrento let's do it I saw you for maybe 10 seconds. 10 seconds last and night. <laughs> did you get there just real early? You just tapped out early or you were over I it? tapped out a little. I got there, I probably got there at 9 and then I tapped out a little early. You didn't do any other posts? Nah. nah. Went home. <laughs> went home. I said this to somebody last night and they got <laughs> real depressed at me and I was just, they're like, Happy New Year. I'm like, you know New Year's is my least favorite holiday? Yeah. And yeah. they were like, uh, why? I was like, it's just... I was like, no, it's not, I don't have any, like, real, like, heartbreaking stories of why it's my least yeah. favorite. I'm like, it's just, it seems like the least, fees- it's like the weirdest holiday. Yeah. Because has- you're exhausted after, after the, you know, Christmas and everything. You're exhausted and you're like, oh, God, gotta go do another thing. <laughs> yeah. Another, it's such a, it's a late edition event. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah this thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what kind of ruined it for me is I worked at the casino and I always had to work mm. New Year's Eve. And after so, that, I'm like, oh. Someone was telling me last night that, like, the casino thing, and I'm not begrudging anybody who went yeah. to the casino, but it's crazy, like, 75, 80 hours to get into, like, an event. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's wall-to-wall people. It's crazy. It's it's their <laughs> busiest day of the entire year. I'm definitely too much of a millennial at this point in time to spend money on anything. I'm like, I'm yeah. not spending no. any money no. on... <laughs> 2018, I'm not I, spending yeah. any money. <laughs> That's my slogan for 2018, I'm not spending any money. Do you, that... do you have any mantras or anything you're living in 2018 for? I I'm I need to give myself some time this year. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was talking about well, and we'll probably get into this during the actual podcast itself, but uh, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of doing like New Year's resolutions. I yeah, think it's, not because I'm not a big fan of like picking an arbitrary time limit for something, yeah. right? Like, oh, it's January first. Yeah, I should do something. It's like, well, yeah. all right. Yeah. What, did, were you waiting just for this day to do something? Yeah. But, so my new, my new 2018 thing is, I'm just coming up with things I would like to do more of, as opposed to resolutions. Like, I yeah. haven't done, I haven't played enough guitar yeah. this year. I want to start playing more guitar. Yeah. Anything you feel like you want to do more of in 2018? Um, oh, yeah. I, I see, I always think that I, I set goals for, like, and they're they're reachable goals based off of what I did last year. Yeah, yeah. But this year I want to. I haven't done a lot of personal work, mm. artwork, at all. Mm. I haven't done any. I, I've done a few things here and there, but nothing personal. A lot of I've done so much contract work, which is great. I'm ecstatic about that. Mm. But kind of getting away from yeah. what I do. 
It's funny that you say that because I was at the party last night after you left, mm -hmm. and I was looking at the print that our GFOP Kate Riley has mm -hmm. in her guest room that you did for yeah. her, uh, and it's excellent. It's one of that all black, like it's like a steamroller style print. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a fascinating process. Too. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. It was fun. That was the first time I ever did it, and it was yeah. so much fun. Mm. I loved it. Well, I loved it, and um, it's interesting thing you say that because I feel like there's got to be a point in time where you get tired of doing just like you doing stuff, right? Oh yeah. Like, and um, there's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, I got yeah. There's nothing it. wrong with it. I I did a lot less of it maybe uh, two years ago, and then I did a few things, and it just blew up from there. So, yeah. so it, it's a, something that's kind of in demand, but mm. at the same time, I'm like, how many buildings can I draw? <laughs> 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 Which I love drawing buildings. It's not that. It's mm. it's just. No, I know what you mean, and I think that especially for something like art, mm -hmm. I know, you know, I'm not an art's a broad by the way. Art, yeah. you're an art person, right? Yeah. One of those art people. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, with something as broad as art, you do want to sort of stretch mm -hmm. what you're used to sometimes. I, I go back to this. When I was a little kid, I knew I wasn't an artist mm -hmm. because I only drew the same four things over and over again. It yeah. was like dinosaurs, Godzilla, professional wrestlers, yeah. uh, and video game characters. <laughs> that was it. And I was yeah. like, I have no interest in expanding out beyond these four. Yeah. So uh, that's how I sort of knew but, like, it's got to be tough, though, and, like, there's got to be a fine line, right? Because it does seem like the commercial stuff like that, like the local stuff, probably is good for you, right? Yeah, like, in it terms is. business-wise. Yeah. yeah, it is. It, it pays the bills. Yeah. So. And I think the one that you see the most, I and mean, you've really, you've really leaned into doing a lot of these Saranac logos. Uh, Saranac Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's, that's a, a blast to work with them. Because oh, yeah. they're really open to, they've been really open with me to ideas that I've come up with yeah. for their what they want to portray with their with their beer and with mm. their label and um, you know while still keeping with their branding so. yeah I think what's interesting about that too is uh, you know they probably just give you a name right they probably just say you know, here's the name of the product yeah they give me the name they give me um, kind of some of the beer notes um, what they want to portray with the um, with the um, label illustration. Right, right, right. You know, so if it's a lighter beer, they want it to be a bright label mm -hmm. rather than, like, you wouldn't do a night scene on a dark beer. Right, label, right. Or I, on, a, on a lighter beer, so. Is it, like, I wouldn't say, are you, like, the first choice person they come to now when they ask you to do this? I feel like you do a lot of them um, at this point. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, seems I'm, like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I've been working with them since last July, and it's been pretty consistent right through, so. Something else I wanted to ask you, I was talking to Justin about this before, uh, making you to get Justin Parkinson before uh, you came in here, about, like, you know, you do the prints and stuff, you do, uh, you're doing the labels. Have you ever thought about expanding into other stuff? I know it's kind of a weird question to ask for, like, someone, you know, I know you consider yourself, mm -hmm. like, an artist in that way, like, a, you know, you really care about the art of it, not just, mm -hmm. like, the product, but, like, you ever thought about, like, do, like, t-shirts, coffee mugs, something like that? We did the, I did the coffee mugs Christmas yeah, time. Yeah. The, well, which, yeah, I was going to talk yeah, today about that. The, oh, actually. my God, they blew up. And it, you know what the thing is, is, is my prints have always been a consist, consistent sell. So I've always right. stuck to them, and I always kind of felt guilty because I wouldn't be the one actually physically putting the illustration on those mugs. Correct. So I always kind of felt guilty about <laughs> right. that. And then I said, you know what, screw it. I want the mugs this Christmas mm. for me. So, because I have a mug problem. Mm. I love mugs. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got them printed and they blew up. And, and the power of something that's functional compared mm. to just something that you're buying frivolously is a huge difference. Well, 2018, I said, I'll put it right now, this is the year of coffee mugs for the yeah. cast. And I've said this because <laughs> I like the idea. It's, it was, it's always the argument of, like, T-shirts and stuff like that versus, like, apparel. Yeah. Or, like, uh, whatever, souvenirs yeah. or things. I don't need to have a size on my coffee cup, right? No, exactly. I don't want 5,000 extra large uh, made Utica shirts that I'm never going to sell, right? Yeah. It's like, well... People are like, you have any mediums? I'm like, I haven't had mediums in six months. No. Like, no, no one. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're gone. They're yeah. all gone. Uh, and it's crazy because I think there is, it's it's sort of a fine line, right? Like, you yeah. want to you want to do the best work you can. You want yeah. to make as much content as you can. Yeah. But you also don't want to come to resent the thing that you like. Yeah. You need to do for fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I have an existential, existential podcasting uh, yeah. feelings like that sometimes that I'm in here. Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, when I'm when I'm exhausted, like I, I'll say, like the week before Christmas, I, I'm like, uh, that's when I start feeling resentful that I'm like, oh, 
my God, I'm exhausted. Can I just go to sleep? Because I still work full time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So on top of this, which is full time, the all my artwork has it's blown up to the point of full time yeah. also. Um, but it that's when I come to resent it. And then once everything calms down, I'm like, no, I really like this. It's okay. It's okay to hurt. <laughs> it's definitely not really worth it unless you resent it a little bit. I've learned yeah, that over everything exactly. that I've done over my lifetime. <laughs> exactly. If you don't hate it just a little tiny bit, you're not really doing it correctly. No. Um, so what's going on in the horizon? The Christmas cups you said were a big thing for you this, yeah. this year. The mugs, so I'll probably be getting a couple more orders. I've mm. put in a couple more orders for those. I have other illustrations I want um, printed and that I'm going to be doing four mugs. Um, I had, um, I do the, those recipe cards. So it, it, before Christmas, I really wanted to do um, a tea towel mug and uh, recipe card set, but that didn't really work out. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So I want to see if I can get some um, some sort of fabric things printed. I, there, that's kind of the direction I'm going to be going with my product stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, for Retro Sorrento, and then my freelance on the side too. So. Let me ask you this question, because I'm, I'm always curious about stuff like this. When I was a young man, I, I really was into, I wanted to write a novel, right? Mm-hmm. So I had started really digging into, like, I was writing all the time. I was writing, like, mm-hmm. three, four hours a day, like, trying to really, like, dig into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess so at the end of the day, like, if someone was like, what would be the end game for you, like, at your creative thing? Like, I want to finish this novel that I started, right? That's my creative yeah. end game. For art, it's interesting. Was there ever something, like, was there ever be a moment, was there, like, one project you always wanted to do that you still sort of, like, keep off in the distance? Is there anything you've thought about over the years that you could come back around to? Um, not any sort of, I don't think it's anything specific. I think it's to the point where I'd like to, I'd like to be freelancing full-time, and mm. I'd like to have big contracts. That, yeah, yeah. that That's one thing I always wanted. I mean, Saranac's a huge contract. It's, sure. it's amazing and I'd like to have more in that direction. In that way, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, And that's really what I've been working for since I graduated college and things, you know, life takes its turns. Creative creative fields and creative, like, Mm -hmm. pastimes are tough like that. Mm -hmm. You never know. I think a lot of times, and I I talked about this with my actor friends when I was living in New York, I wait tables with a lot of these actor types, and they're great folks, but, you know, you meet these people who are super talented and have this passion and this drive, and the only thing that really holds them back is, like, no one is see it not the right people at the right time yeah. in the right place because it's not always like oh man these people are super talented it's like yeah. the right who's gonna see how talented this person is and who's gonna yeah. see it and go mm, there's something here i need to you know take it you know not take and, advantage of. i don't like to use that word but yeah right something here that and, exists you know sometimes it's like when those people do see that work too it's not it's not what you feel is your best either. So <laughs> so it's hard it because, I mean, when I graduated <laughs> college, I was, like, gung-ho to send out my portfolios to all these, you know, marketing firms and whatever, and the work I had was just not up to par with what I... I knew what I liked, and I knew what I wanted it to look like, and I, it wasn't there yet. I wonder if it's, like... I don't know if this is anything like the same thing, but when I was growing up and I was doing my music thing, I was writing music... One of my favorite things as I get older to look back at now is the life cycle of a song that I've written a mm-hmm. long time ago, right? Whenever you write a first, so whenever you write a song, you're like, this is the best song I've ever written. This mm-hmm. is ever, this is everything. I mean, yep, I did it. <laughs> this is the one. And then after a while, you're like, I think this is the worst song I've ever written. Yeah. I can't tell. Exactly. And then over time, you sort of have like these skewed Mixed opinions. Mixed You're like, I don't know. It. Is it, it's, there's some parts that are all yeah. right. And I wonder, is it the same for you when you go back and look at like older stuff? Oh like, my God, I, yeah. I, I, I've purged pieces. <laughs> I've been like, okay, this has got to go. This is, and that's I think a healthy thing. If you can't throw, if you can't, if you can't throw away pieces, and if you can't sell your originals, then <clears throat> then you know, you got to reassess things. Um, but I, I've looked back at I've got I'm like I have my old portfolios in there, and I look at them, and I'm like, oh my god. And there's there's certain things that you can get away with redoing and and right. editing and stuff, but there's. You know. <laughs> there are some things that I'm like, this just needs to disappear. It's just gonna, it's just gonna go. <laughs> the, yeah, it's funny too because I think that it, there are certain times I look back on it, the stuff that exists of the art, quote unquote, music I made over the years. Yeah. Like, there's probably stuff that exists. I know for a fact there's at least ten to fifteen songs that never got recorded. Yeah, never got. There's no, there's no record yeah. of them existing. I don't remember how to play them. I just yeah. remember titles and names and places. Yeah, uh, and I think some, it, but with art, I guess with. With your work, sometimes you just you'll probably run across it somewhere. 
sometimes you just don't know how many places people have your art or your prints just up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially around here too, I feel like. Yeah. I saw it, well, it's not maybe not a fair comparison. I saw at least three of your things in Katie's house. That's not I feel yeah, like. Katie doesn't have quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's this? Uh, I got one more thing I wanted to ask you before we get into the lightning round stuff. Um, what's the signature eighty one thing you work with a little? Oh, bit? yeah. Okay, yeah. so signature eighty one is um, a shop up in Clinton. Okay. Um, and she has handmade and vintage home goods. Mm. Um, my friend Crystal owns it, oh, um, and I've been with her. Um, she was in New Hartford. Her first shop was in a basement next door to Packy's Pub. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Packy. Yeah. Um, Red Bull. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but she, so I've been with her since she was in New Hartford and then we moved up to Clinton and I started to rent my studio through her, mm. um, as like a cooperative, I sublease from her. Um, and then now we have a, a huge classroom and mm. I have a custom built gorgeous studio and there's a wood shop in the building and, um, that's a separate entity kind of um, do you do art classes at all yeah i do i haven't i've been kind of on hiatus for the last few months because i've been so busy but i do i do a colored pencil class um Mm. i do a um, pastel painting class um every once in a while i do like little crochet classes crochet interesting (laughs) (laughs) my good friend cliff who was on the show last week um was talking about how we have a crocheted style blanket that Uh makes its way around the, the living room during soccer in the morning uh, and he's very jealous of it, so now he's trying to he's trying to co-op somebody into making him a, a oh. scarf. He wants the crocheted scarf. Oh, okay, I, I, I do. Oh, I, uh, that's actually Retro Sorrento was originally I was Maria Valles illustration, and then I and I had Retro Sorrento was all my handmade stuff, and then I just mm. slapped them both together. I like the name Retro Sorrento though. Yeah, it's me good. Too. It's me t- too. I know I always thought about that. Like there was a point in time when this podcast existed where it was just going to be cool. It was just me, right? Yeah. It was just going to be called the Famo Cast. I'm like, no one's going to listen to that crap. It's a, yeah. stu- it's a stupid name. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to call yeah. my... I've come up with terrible names for many of my products. Yeah. You, you did pretty well. You yeah. Go with your own name. Go with a good name. Yeah. I'm trying to think the worst name I ever had for any, like, terrible project that I... I've had a lot of... <laughs> it's different when you're in a band because you get a lot of crummy band names that you spit yeah. out over the years. Yeah. I definitely had a blog growing up called John Wilkes Blog. <laughs> and it was on and I think I liked it I was definitely like live journal it was, it was, yeah it was like a blog spot and I definitely had that it was yeah it was jwilksblog.blogspot.com yeah. it definitely still exists don't go yeah. there there's nothing to see there of any merit blogspot was a good community though at first and you then know, it kind of it kind of tapered out but it was the a good problem community. was always the name blogspot at the end of your yeah. website like I didn't want to pay the extra money back then to yeah. like get rid of to get the own domain name yeah um and I just, I, I got burned out with blogging the same way that, like, I, yeah. it's just like, it was like doing this, except yeah. I didn't have any fluid, like, co- constraints. Like, I like having the Mondays, I like having time mm-hmm. in my workspace and having a procedure. The blog was just like, I'm feeling. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. with, with something like that, it's a lot of solitude and sometimes you just. Yes. I mean, this, this is an interactive thing. I think sometimes you yeah, get burned yeah. out being alone all the time. Yes. And it's a lot of, like, thing. sitting on the internet pulling images <laughs> and reading yeah. stuff and it's just adjusting it was, adjusting yeah. sizes and I'll give you a good example the last the last thing that's on there the very very last thing I think currently if people went through right now was a list I was trying to do where I was doing like top 10 like TV theme songs or whatever yeah. I was like doing a whole bit where I was doing all these theme songs and yeah. stuff and they were obviously not the best ones. Like, just ones I yeah. liked, right? Like, yeah. it was, like, the Night Court theme song. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, a, which is a good one. And, like, the Twilight Zone was number one. Yeah. You call me an asshole. Um, but, like, it was a good, it was fun to write, like, this snarky bullshit about, like, TV yeah. shows I liked. But I remember, like, writing it and taking it to, like, hours. Like, yeah. a discernible amount of time for me to do the whole aesthetic particulars that I wanted it to look a certain way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you're, I don't know, you're probably younger than me, but I'm going to assume... That you are unfamiliar with hipster runoff. It was a it was a website in the earlier days of the of the internet. I don't. Yeah. I think that it was a thing that we were on for a bunch of me and my weird hipster friends who would hang out yeah. at Space Twenty Six back in the day before <laughs> we moved to Brooklyn. We were on. I think we all wanted to make that website. It was like an early internet. Like yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. It's some. If anyone knows what hipster runoff is, they're gonna hear me and go like, "Yes, I know what you're talking about." And then everyone else is gonna go, "You're a crazy person." But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely, I think, it, I just lost the ability to care about aesthetics that much after a while. I was like, I don't yeah. know, like, I care that this font is different sizes yeah. and it's really written in like a weird. It is. Yeah. Know. 
Yeah. Did you live journal? I can't see you as a live journal. I did. Did you live journal? I did. I did. I live journal. I had my blog um, all through college, and I just, I actually just integrated it over into my Squarespace website when I moved to. Do you like Squarespace? I do. Yeah, I've heard I a do. lot of good things about I Squarespace. I do, because you know what? I, I coded my website for years and years and years by hand, and it's not worth yeah. it to do it anymore. It's it, There's too much in the... There's been too many changes to keep up with it. What's the website? It's retrosorrento.com. Retrosorrento.com. Wonderful. Yep. And you know, you're, you've cooled down a little bit with the Christmas cups now that the season's over. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I'm up? sold out. I sold out twice, <laughs> completely. Anything coming up next off the top of your head? Anything you're excited for coming up? Um, not really. Just just finishing up some freelance work. Um, wrap, wrapped up the year with that. Um, more mugs, because <laughs> I, I love coffee mugs. I have a, I literally have a coffee think, mug problem, and yeah. this is just the answer. I think they're the best. <laughs> I think they're the best. If I go somewhere, uh-huh. if I'm going to like DC or yeah. whatever, I'm going to a touristy place. I'll probably get a coffee mug over something else yeah, if I'm going too. somewhere. Right. Me too. Uh, well, I want to thank you for coming in. I know that oh, you yeah. were a bit under the weather today, so I appreciate right. it. You're still very charming as always. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> uh, quick lightning round. Since you've already been on the show, I had to concoct. Slightly different lightning round questions than normal. So, Maria, when you wake up, what is the first piece of media you consume when you wake up in the morning? Oh, gosh. Um, I probably go, like, you mean, like, on my... Oh, yeah, Twitter, whatever, Reddit. And the first thing I listen to, I get in the car and I listen to NPR. NPR? That's the first NPR, thing I do. Yeah. I, I don't think I can... <laughs> I'm not totally a morning person. I get up and I do it, but I don't like it. And yeah. so that is, like, my calm start to the day. Like, mm. I don't even like to get on the internet until I, <laughs> until they tell me what's going on. <laughs> it's tough, it's tough, right? It's dark these days, dark days. Welcome to 2018, folks. Uh, so you are on a magical grocery store or cereal aisle, which has every cereal imaginable. All the prices are the same. What is the number one cereal you're pulling off the oh, magic cereal God. aisle? For I don't yourself? really even love cereal. Don't I don't like cereal. cereal dry. Really? I'm like oh, that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, what's the best dry cereal? I like I like um, Special K. Special like, K. I really do like Special mm. K. I don't know why. I like that Red Berry Special K. Yeah, That's the one right. with the yogurt things. Yeah, yeah, those are all I don't right. know why. Yeah, those are pretty good. I mess. My mom always had that stuff around the house when I was a kid, and I didn't like I didn't like yeah. the mag things. I was like, ooh, yeah. Fruit Loops. I know. Right? And then I, as I got older, I'm like, oh, this, this now is I right. can't even go look at like Fruit Loops. The smell See, oh, of no, is oh, weird. oh no, oh <laughs> no, I can get behind some Fruit Loops. It's not my, not my first rodeo with Fruit Loops. Uh, similar question. Uh, you have won a contest where you can appear on any game show you want, past, present, or future. <laughs> Which game show do you feel like you'd succeed the highest in? Match game. The match game, yeah. <laughs> like match game seventy three. <laughs> so I, I was watching. Uh, Hulu used to have a pretty good selection of old uh, game Video. shows. Yeah, right. And we got on a kick a couple months back watching Pressure Luck. Oh my Pressure god! Luck yeah, with the whammies. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So I won't I won't go too far into that, but I will say this: if you like Pressure Luck, yeah, go to YouTube. Uh huh. There's a documentary on YouTube. It's about an hour long. It's definitely worth it though. Okay. It's about this guy Michael Larson who scammed Pressure Luck. No. He didn't scam them necessarily. He just figured out the rules <laughs> of the game better than everyone else ever had. Like, he figured yeah. out the algorithm for oh, when to hit the button, button, and he just scammed the game. He won, like, $150,000. Like, it was an insane amount of money. It's definitely, yeah, the Pressure Luck documentary on yeah. YouTube. That's my oh, yeah. 2018 gift to you. <laughs> um, oh, speaking of which, you know, I think it's probably... I don't know when the last time you were on the show was, but I think this is your second time this on the show. This is my second time. So there you oh are. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Two-timers club trophy. I, was thinking, I knew I forgot something I, love that I was going to talk about. it's got a Hot Wheel on it, too. Yes, I need to get, yeah, 2018, I need to go buy more trophies. That's next on the list. Um, all right, give me one uh, Give me one book, album, movie, or television show you are currently watching, listening to, or reading. Reading. Um, reading, I'm reading um, a book. Uh, it's called Hiding in the Bathroom in introvert's guide to something nice um (laughs) but it's something it's a business related book Mm. um listening to um i i just got um the revivalists on vinyl Hmm. there you go um and watching i haven't watched tv in a a couple weeks (laughs) i'm watching watching the office for like the 10th time yeah where i am yeah at the moment yeah i think the last time i was watching tv i was literally watching match game (laughs) well besides the match game and besides all your uh your work in the community besides your art uh give me one more thing before we go that you maria of lace are passionate about 
me. Yes. Um, well, obviously me. I'm sitting here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing I'm passionate about. Um, I love vintage stuff. Mm. I have a problem. <laughs> I love not not necessarily a problem. I love antiquing. I love going mm. to find like mid-century kitschy, like ridiculous thing. You should see my house. I just moved, and it's just it's like the dream I've been collecting for the last ten what's your, years. What's your hottest current piece you got? What are you feeling the most excited about? Um, most recent piece. I have these two great couches that mm. I love. They're like floral print, and I and I bought two of them when I was in college. One of them's in my studio. One of them's in my living room, and then I found a matching one that's almost the exact same pattern um, that is in my house. Um, and what else did I get? I don't know. I've got I've got tons of like mugs and and weird items and clocks and. I'm a, I love that kind of stuff. I'm a big movie poster guy, but like yeah. weird movie posters, vintage movie posters, mm -hmm. foreign movie posters. Yeah. Uh, Kevin actually just got that one for Christmas. Uh, oh, yeah. Bride of Frankenstein poster yeah. that's framed over there that uh, is bad radio because no one can see besides us. Yeah. Uh, but I, I love shit like that. Like, yeah. I, I have a, my favorite one to this day is I have a, a Polish Die Hard poster. Oh, I love it. Oh, no, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. It's great. It's Are you playing. familiar with Bruce Drusen? Drew, Drew Struzan. He Drew was Struzan. like the king no. of movie posters in oh, like, like the, the 80s. Yes, I know. You're, I, I probably know who you're talking yeah. about because I'm into that the weird Star culture. The Star Wars yeah, yeah. movie Those posters. Those ones. Uh, yeah. yeah. I actually, for Christmas, um, I bought I bought um, my boyfriend the Return of the Jedi that yeah. was like a for the re-release mm. um, because I like the illustration better on that one. But he's <laughs> amazing. When we go to back to the green room, remind me, I'll show you. Uh, we uh, The first one I ever got was from Kevin a couple years ago yeah. for Christmas. He got me a Czechoslovakian jaw Jaws poster oh that God. I absolutely <laughs> love it. It's my favorite. Um, and, uh, and that's it. Uh, Korea, two-timer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you for coming out. Thank I know you. it's cold. Go get well. Feel better. Thank you. I'll talk to you in the new year. <laughs> All right. Cool. Back to the Thanks. show in just a moment, folks. last night for all of 15 seconds. She was heading out the door from the party as I was walking in. I thought she was mad at somebody because she was just like out the door. She's like, bye. I was like, Ooh. She was not. She was not feeling well. Mm. Um, do you have resolutions for 2018, Heather? I don't really make like a New Year's resolution every year. I just want to go in I don't. I don't really make any. That's a fair point. I don't. I don't. I, I used to, but then they were just silly because I can't imagine taking one day where I. That's the day I'm gonna do all the change. That's a great point. So that's a great. point. I don't know. I just don't know. I don't. I used to make them, but they were silly. So I get caught up on the arbitrary time limit of it. It's like, well, it's the first day of a new year. I have to do something new or change something about myself. I, yeah, I guess the only thing I want to do is just be there, mm. like just be present more into things. As I get older, though, I do think, and I'm trying to be more positive. Try to be more positive in life. If what it takes is the start of a new year to get someone motivated to do mm. something. Far be it for me to, like, knock yeah, please, them for it. if it works for you. So I got to say, anyone who is out there uh, doing their, like, gym resolutions or <laughs> doing whatever they plan on doing this morning as a New Year's resolution, grinding it out, respect for you guys for being <laughs> up doing it because I was having a rough one this morning. Um, I didn't come up with resolutions necessarily, but I did come up with a couple things that I feel like I haven't done as much of as I'd like to, as I've done in the past and I'd like to do going forward, right? Yeah. So this year in 2018... I like to play more guitar and more music in general. Oh. I feel like we have, Kev, you know for a fact, I have this big room full of gear at the house and I never play any of the instruments just because I feel like it gets easily pushed back by life's... Uh, by that green chair. Animated cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> TV will kill everything sometimes. <laughs> it will. Yeah, if I'm being super positive, maybe net neutrality will just ruin the internet and I'll have to go back to reading books and there playing music for all the time. That'll be it. Um... The other one is read more books. Again, I, I have been down on my book reading when it's not education or school-based books, which I, I know that that has part, partially something to do with it, but I'm going to go back to reading a little bit more for fun this year. It's been not a great year for reading for fun. 
And uh, I'd like to start writing again. I used to, I was writing casually yeah. for a while, and I've gotten away from it. So those are three things I'd like to do more of this year. Will I do them? Who's to say? <laughs> Kevin, anything for you? Anything you want to do more of this year? Um, I feel like I've got a lot of things. I haven't really thought about it. It's kind of on the spot. Um... Oh, they're all flooding in right now. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of different. Be a workshop them if you want. Different flooding in. Ideas. Um, I had something that I was gonna say for it when you started talking, then I lost it when I was thinking about what you were saying. So I think it's just gone. That's all right. I do think one thing too quick is I just want to be more present and less social media. I want to be more present into what's going on and be outdoors more and less like. On social media. Absolutely. <laughs> I've actually, the funny part is, one of my weirder things is, is being more engaged on the social media. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but I have, especially toward the last few months, I I feel like it's very going through the motions of me on social media. And not from the Uticast page so much as my own personal stuff. Like, I don't, I used to have a character or something I would do on social media. Now I feel like I'm just retweeting other people or talking about Liverpool. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much it. Yeah. Not really an important thing, but something I have definitely neglected over the last I'm few getting years. closer. I might get rid of all of them this year. I'm thinking, all of them. I'm I took close. Facebook off my phone. <coughs> that's I just had, the first that's, one. I love Instagram, though. That's my one thing I, I do, do like enjoy. Instagram. Instagram is nice. So. But other than that, I, I might, it might be the year, like... It's there's stuff that that's requirements for work. You know, we use a lot of Facebook for different stuff mm-hmm. for promotions at work, different things like that that you need to be involved. And it is nice for people to make event pages and be in mm-hmm. touch like that and as a as a separate system. But I don't even I don't look at like Facebook and Twitter. Good I couldn't you. tell you the last time Good I got you. on to like scroll. Never. Yeah. If I have a notification that looks important, I'll take a look. Mm-hmm. But like to get on just to scroll through, it's been a really long time. You know, and I'll scroll, like, on Instagram, but that's just about it. I like pictures, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I like the visual medium. Uh, but even that, they've screwed it up because it's all algorithm-based yeah, now. It's not based on when it's posted. Now I see, like, because I liked two pictures of, like, vintage Fender-based guitars, now my whole timeline is vintage Fender-based yes. guitars, sure. which is cool, yeah. but I want to see the posts that my friends put up. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're changing that. It's funny. Did you read anything about this thing that Facebook no did? apps. 2018. That's no new, yeah. no new apps. I think about I think about you guys' as weird betting app or this <laughs> trivia game. No new apps. I've got enough apps. Man right now. No new apps. Well, I definitely got to get the the coin bank app if I want to get on that Bitcoin. We're I, I that's where are, we're up you're here. in. I've been watching you getting. You've been they've been romancing and there's all with these different Bitcoin types people. Of coins. All right, all right. So let me put it this way: Bitcoins, Litecoins, we have Fightcoin, Fightcoin. <laughs> Yo, Fightcoin. I'm in for that. Zach's um, parents just got on board with it. Yeah. I've been re- I've definitely been trying to get a better grasp on it. I went through a list earlier this week that was like six major misconceptions about Bitcoin. Uh, one being that it's only used for illegal activities and things like that. Uh, I, I'm starting to get a better understanding of it, and I do think that whether or not Bitcoin becomes uh, like a thing in the future, or cryptocurrency, which is what I was told to yes. refer to it as, because Bitcoin is just it's like saying a Band-Aid. You know I mean, it's just a brand yeah. of bandage. But sure. uh, cryptocurrency, I just want to be involved in it somehow. Even if you put a little bit yeah, in even there if I put something in it. And move on with your life. I do the feel like I will inevitably put some money Everybody in. will. Yeah. Everybody it, well, it's will. the idea where it's like, you know, if you put in something that you, if you put in money that you're comfortable taking yeah. a loss on, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just consider it money spent, and whatever you make, you make. Yep. This is like six months away from becoming a cryptocurrency podcast, for sure. <laughs> like, it's all we're going to be talking about. Like a Litecoin and Ethereum. Better than the damn president. Talk about crypto. Uh, But before before I get, we were talking. It's tough with the crypto. I like. I just like to say cryptocurrency. I I think is a big part of it. Fightcoin. Fightcoin. I'm telling you, fightcoin is the new thing. We're making up. Fight. Um, We were talking about social media, Uh, Kev. This was actually from two weeks ago, and I didn't talk about it because we got pushed back on stories. But uh, have you seen anyone use this yet, or have you seen it in person? Facebook apparently earlier this month introduced a snooze button. Uh, that temporarily allows you to unfollow a person, page, or group for 30 days what? if you Why get... Why would you want to go through that? Who's following anything so intensely that they need, like, a... Is that, like, someone who's angry? All you do is put them down as an acquaintance and you never see their stuff. Oh, uh, man, what a trash box sewer it's all become. <laughs> That's well, ridiculous. <laughs> snooze is the latest change to the, news, uh, to the news feed that attempts to address some of the Facebook's more pressing issues. In, an, in a, the post announcing Snooze, this is an outrageous one... Facebook also pointed to a feature called Take a Break, which was introduced last month to, quote, reduce the number of posts users see from their exes 
as well as suicide prevention tools. It's basically a stop looking at your ex-girlfriend and thinking about killing yourself How app. crazy is social media gotten that you have to... Just, all you do is put them down as an acquaintance are and these, never see their stuff. These are the kind of things that... What are you that, looking? What are you even looking? Don't look. <laughs> these are the kind <laughs> of things, way, Nobody has anything good to say on Facebook. There's nothing good you're going to find from anybody on Facebook. Just delete Facebook and save yourself uh, hmm. the trouble. Well, again, this is all sort of a larger growing chorus of former Facebook employees, former like social media employees who've been sort of arguing that these platforms uh, use manipulative tools to create addictive life behaviors. This is like the real turns of it. Like you don't get addicted to something. You get addicted to something when you have to put a snooze feature and a take a break feature on yeah, it, right? Yeah, you need to stop. It's a uh, it's a great point, actually, Kev. I, I think that there is something to be said in this being maybe a year that people start thinking about scaling back how much they connect themselves to the internet and we'll the world. See, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. But I think the individuals, like businesses certainly are, because businesses realize now that the money is different. I think different types of people will respond differently. You know, there's a lot of, I'm not going to point to any specific groups or types of people, but I'll just say there's a lot of people who derive a ton of validation from being like little social media stars and like getting likes and like getting people to pay attention and thinking of themselves as some mm. sort of social yeah. media maven. There's people who validate and derive their whole identity from that. Those people right. aren't going to pull away. They're going to double down. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I think for a lot of people who are, you know, never really got into it that far now are starting to say, like, wait, what am I doing here? Like, you ask somebody, like, name, you know, name me one good thing about being on social media. A lot of people will struggle to give you a, a good answer. You know what I mean? Like, you, it's a great point. News. That's about it. Yeah, but what news? I've, I've never gotten news from social media in my life. I don't believe anything. I used to do it a lot more often on you Twitter, know? but now Reddit sort of co-opted my use of Twitter as a news platforming algorithm. Like to, to yeah, Twitter's crazy. The news. Is well, Twitter, it's, it's tough so because right Twitter, it's like you have to make your own Twitter list because you're not just going to type news into Twitter mm-hmm. and get what you want, right? Uh, speaking of Twitter, uh, they also had something that happened earlier this month. Uh, they cracked down on. Uh, Apparently on threatening groups, hateful uh, groups. Uh, this was on December 18th. They began banning users associated with hateful or threatening groups as part of a revamped conduct policy for the social network. Uh, the new rules, which were announced in November, ban accounts that attempt to incite violence against civilians, either on or off the platform. Uh, accounts that include violent threats or hateful imagery in their profile pictures or bio info, uh, information will also be banned. Good. They're also doing a thing where if they say neg- really negative things to people, that they'll take away some of their features off Twitter now, too. Um, well, they've sort of struggled. They've been, for years, they've been sort of criticized for, like, allowing, you know, like, there's a weird thing. You want to allow, we want to allow everyone to say what they want, yeah. but, like, now that doesn't, doesn't seem like, Twitter's made a stand, it seems like, they don't want this sort of. Well, because they, yeah. uh, Twitter, Twitter got, in a lot, Twitter got in a ton of trouble. Yeah. They got in all that trouble five, six months ago when, you know, some of the different, some of the different findings from you know what their what their net user base was, how oh. it worked, and how it actually operated, they got in a lot of trouble, got a lot of heat. So now they're doing something like this, where it's like, hey, look, we're trying, and everybody knows they're not trying. But like, Twitter has to; they're extra sensitive to when people get upset with their deplorable scumbag behavior because they don't make any money. Twitter's never made any money. They've got shareholders. They want people own stock in Twitter. Twitter does not turn a profit. They have no monetization. So they're very much at the whim of, you know, when they get caught with their pants down, because Facebook got caught with their pants down, yes. too, but Facebook doesn't care. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do something, probably. They don't have to do anything, because they've already got what they need. They're making plenty of money, you know what right. I mean? So they don't have to, you know, put on this good face. But somebody like Twitter has to really go towards it and try it, because they need to try to find a way to make money. It's um, it's a shame, too, because I was, of all the social media platforms, like, I, I guess Facebook is the one that is the most widely spanning in terms of people I know having it but Twitter for a time was like a golden social media I loved being on Twitter for a certain time like it was the most fun it was great interaction with people mm-hmm. it it's like anything else now it seems like it's too much of everything like mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm stuck in the same like group of like 15-20 well, people I interact with and, and also about they've, it. they've done another thing uh, kind of similar to what Instagram's done except they've done it even worse with Twitter where like everything's so junked up you go on Twitter now mm-hmm. and like it's all either sponsored posts or like hey here's a tweet from somebody from six days ago that we're not sure if you saw <laughs> that drives me nuts like by the, the way and, and so you click the button you click the X the, and there's like an option would you like to see this less yeah. often I'm like yes but I don't yeah. see it any less often that drives me nuts on instagram particularly like because they they don't do it it used to be if i remember correctly instagram was when you post it it goes up and it's in that order yeah and that became a thing like you knew when to post to get 
like the most traction, mm-hmm. right? If I post this before ten o'clock, whatever, yeah. eleven, I can get good lunchtime yeah. traction or whatever. Ah. Now it's like, well, I put this up, but they may choose to show it to somebody like tomorrow or yeah. the day after. Well, the hell with that. Like yeah. I wanted it up at this particular moment. That's the whole point of yeah. it, right? The whole point and benefit of the social media thing is the immediacy. That's like the key crux of why it works, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need you to cultivate the immediacy at which I want to see the things I want to see. I like the other way better. Um, yeah. I think uh, Twitter's the one I'll probably hang on the longest yeah, to. Facebook I will keep for business purposes, but I've pretty much checked out of Facebook as yeah. a real Facebook. platform. Yeah. And, Facebook. and Reddit, I love Reddit, but I don't engage in Reddit. Is Reddit's often. not the same. Yeah, I, you know, I sometimes it's got, it's got a social user base, but it's not a social media network. Mm. Like, yeah, it, it, in, I don't think they have too much. Mm. It's not really overlap like the rest of them. I wouldn't put it in the same grouping as like the Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's a great point. Uh, all right, guys, it is four twenty on a Monday. Uh, I was supposed to be at dinner at four o'clock. So very quickly, I'm just going to run through some quick hits from 2017 as we prepare for 2018. Uh, so a little bad good is we're going to play here, okay? Bad news 2017, it seems like the Nazis came back this year in strong fashion. Uh, but in good news, they seem pretty inept. So yes, Not strong fashion. They're a bunch of goons. Well, they are a bunch of goons, but it seems like we're talking about the Nazis more now than we were in the years past. That's probably a bad That's sign. That's weird, yeah. Nazis sell newspapers. That's a good point. Uh, bad news, everything is political now. Uh, the good news, everything is political now. I guess that's one or the other. It just depends on how you look at it. People seem to be paying attention, which well, is Well, the good, good part is people are more aware now. What's yeah. going on around them. Yeah. Uh, bad news. Uh, Hollywood, TV, everyone we know is apparently a predatory man. Like, even people who aren't... Everyone we know is... A, the women are predatory even, men. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but it seems like people are finally listening to people who have claims about it now. So, you know, while Shkivi, I guess, action is being taken, that's good. Is journalism good or bad now? I can't tell. Like, I feel like everyone hates the... Well, a lot of people hate the journalists, but they're doing better work now than they were, right? Uh, journalists is a pretty wide, wide, wide net. Do you consider a guy who is one of the lead editor-in-chief guys for the Washington Post the same thing as the guy who runs, like, lawfareblog.net news? <laughs> Lawfareblog. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, are, are those both about? journalists? I think the lines have become... I'll, I'll, I, I read more of the news than I ever did before. I now, see though. what you're doing here with journalists, so I will say the bad is that uh, journalism has become muddied and it has become wider what it means and it's become harder to define good sources. But on the plus side, the good side is that the top level of the top level journalists in the world are doing some incredible, incredible work in investigative reporting people at the Washington Post and things like that. Hmm. All right, very good. And I had a couple quick... Grievances, anything we might throw up? I love up. grievances. I've yeah. got plenty. Um, so I'm getting real tired of politicians and people like Ajit Pai who are trying to use internet culture to make themselves seem hip and relevant and funny to counteract the fact that they're terrible people. <laughs> yes. Right? Like it's, like, it's like when I walk into my classroom and I'm like, hey, you savages, who wants to do some homework? It's lit. And they're like, who are you? Stop. That's what I feel like whenever any politician tries to well, like... The worst part is it's obvious. It's I mean, super the best obvious. Part is it's so obvious, so no one's, no one's buying it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm over all these Facebook celebrities, these Jake Pauls and Jake Logans of the world that all my kids... Okay. They're, oh, see, exactly, because you guys are real human beings who don't live based on YouTube celebrities. YouTube celebrities oh. are taking over the world. We talked about this the night, though. Aren't we just, are we getting to be old people who are mad yeah, at the children? Are yes. Doing it again? I think that's we a part of it. it. I think we might just be old folks that are mad at the children. Uh, well, I'll get one more for you. I'm happy about the children, right? Articles about millennials. Let's, let's have this be the last year for articles about how millennials are ruining things. Can we make that stop in 2018? We'll try. That seems to be like I'm. I'm very over that. I've seen so many articles this year that are like, "Ugh, millennials ruining the housing market. Millennials ruining breakfast." It's like anything <laughs> somehow. Like it's. Um. I guess, and I guess, last but not least, you know, I don't know if it'll happen. Can we just can we get rid of Trump this year? Can this be the year? You might. You can, never know. Can this be it? This Maybe take bets not. On That's it? not the first step. we got to do the steps before it. So we've got to, everybody's got to get out and vote. What we can do this year is we can get rid, as we join the new year, we can get rid of Claudia Tenney. She has yes. no business She'll representing anybody in Congress. She is a pox on the face of this great upstate New York region. Uh, she lost by very little to terrible, uncharismatic candidates. 
say what you will about Anthony Brindisi, but Anthony Brindisi is a better person than Claudia Tenney to do this mm, job. That's a great point. So let's everybody get out there. Let's get this bum Claudia out here and let her stop making money off the backs of people who need it more than she does. She's disingenuous, does not care. She's a fraud. She's a phony. If she wants to answer to any of these charges or talk about anything else, she's always welcome to come on the Uticast and talk to me, and I will debate you, or we will debate publicly. You know, I will debate you anywhere publicly in 2018, Claudia. Anywhere. You know, you know what's interesting about yeah, Claudia? Right? <laughs> what's interesting about Claudia is, you know, Anthony Brindisi is going to be here probably before the end of this month to come talk about what's going on and his plans for 2018. I'm sure that she would never come. Even if I actually no, sent her a real message. Should. I should send her Do a message it. to see if she'll come in here and talk That's with Brindisi in gonna, my living room. Yeah, she's gonna come that would be hilarious. Yeah, she's going to come talk to constituents. LOL. Good one. Great <laughs> job. It doesn't hurt to ask. She's going to come talk to constituents. It doesn't hurt to ask. It hurts my soul to ask. It hurts oh, my no. heart to have she to ask. Come to my house. No, she. I don't. Want, I don't want her here. I don't <laughs> no, want. She can come to the house. If she debates no, me on the podcast, <laughs> I'm not going to put her on there with you. You'll be softballing. Like, so what's you'll your wrestling nice. theme? I want to talk. You get her on here. Kevin comes through the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, uh, episode 132. It's, Are we still doing the show? Oh, yeah. the I don't know. Just yelling anymore. I'm heading out to dinner with my fam, Heather. Thank you. It was so nice to see you. Yeah, you too. Thank you, Are you going to go when I leave to go? Are you going to go home and get? Kevin's present and bring him back. I or... can. Do you want? Are you gonna no. be here? No. <laughs> Why? You have to open your gift before you. Before you leave. I'll do it before I leave. Why? Because I just you're can't not tell going you. anywhere. You don't know what you're I not. do. You're just gonna watch it's TV. It's inventory wrestling. season. Thanks. Inventory. It's not wrestling yeah. night to be oh, honest. How about it? Is. How about it? Today? How about it? I don't. Wait tonight. Let's talk more no, about personal not. life afterwards. Wait. Six to ten. Ooh. Oh. We did most of the. We'll talk about it after the show. This is all right. We'll talk about it. Oh, follow Heather at Heather Waz One on Twitter. As long as I'm on Twitter. As long as she's on Twitter. Follow Kevin for as long as he's on social media at <laughs> underscore Kevin Sullivan on Twitter. Uh, follow me at SF Doom or better yet, just follow the show at Uticast. We are on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Instagram, uh, MadeInUtica.com. Go to Uticast.com for all current or back episodes. Uh, that's it. Woodstock lives. Sayonara humanoids. Keep it tight. 2018. It's going to be a good one. I think it is. Tight. Tight. Tight in 2018. Tight. <laughs>